I've officially arrived at the gym. That's step one. What's step two? I guess just stand here until an idea for a workout routine comes to me. Or maybe step two is flagging down a trainer to help nope, and- Nope, no way. I already spent most of my money on the gym membership. I can probably figure it out myself. Or you could try FitBot. It's an app that builds a workout routine for you based on your goals and fitness level. You can even tell it what equipment you have so you can get a plan that's customized just for you. So FitBot does all the planning for me. I don't have to Google random videos hoping they're right for me? That's right. FitBot actually has exercise demo videos for you too. Plus, a whole year of FitBot costs less than a single session with a trainer. Huh. Maybe I'll finally get more than one workout out of my gym membership this year. Download FitBot today and get a 14-day free trial plus 25% off your subscription when you go to fitbot.me slash getfit. That's fitbot.me slash getfit. Welcome to Real Talk Wrestling. I'm your host, Josh. Alongside with me is my awesome partner, my partner in crime, Christopher Koffler. What is going on? Um, I heard you signed a big contract with the WWE. What's up with that? <laughs> What's up with that, Chris? It's only rumor at this point. I, I haven't thought, seen anything official. We thought, don't know yet. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> Why do they do that? Why? I mean, I, I, we, we should get right into it. Top of the show. Mm-hmm. The, two, the biggest news in my eyes of wrestling this week. Sami Zayn allegedly signing with WWE and Kevin Owens confirmed confirmed right. signing with WWE. Um, very disappointed. I was very excited for these two guys to make the jump. Look, I said this. I've been saying this for a while. You can't sign everyone. Correct. You can't. You can't. And and people are like, in retrospect, like they're like, oh well, they're going to be jumbled and lost in AEW. No, Tony finds Tony Khan finds ways to book you. Adam Cole's not lost. You know. Um, Christian's kind of lost, but he's kind of like older. It doesn't matter. But the guys they signed that are hot, like Kevin Owens, yeah. could have been. They find a spot for him. Even Leo Rush has a spot right now. Yeah. So they could have found a spot for Kevin Owens. And, and I think we'll start to see this soon. They're going to really start rotating people in and out, I think. Keep them fresh. Keep them healthy. So even if they do have a lot, because it does feel like they have a lot of people. And I realize that probably the signings are going to start to slow down a little bit. Well, yeah, I think there's so many guys that are hitting free agency or are free agents. You got, you know, William Rotunda, you know, Bray Wyatt. You have um, Kyle O'Reilly out there. You have Gargano out there. Mm-hmm. You have Keith Lee out there. You have Killian Cross, K- Killer Cross, Karrion Cross, whatever the fuck you, you want to call him. Karrion I don't know Cross. what the fuck his name is. <laughs> you got all these guys out there, not to speak about his wife. You know, he, she's got to come along. You got to yep. sign her. You got CJ Perry out there, Lana. She's yeah, I'm still, surprised she hasn't popped up so, yet. Well, because. Miro's off TV. He only came in to bail out AEW in that one match. Like, that yeah. was it. We haven't seen him since, have we? No. No. So that was just like, oh, we need someone credible to fight. But even whenever he was still champion, she was available to come over. But maybe they were just waiting the they're, tight into yeah, something later. They're probably just waiting. I don't know. Waiting for some of these contracts to be over, like the librarians or like uh, <laughs> Joey. Seriously. Or like Joey Janela's or all these contracts. Pretty Peter that, Avalon, yeah, your yeah, favorite? Like, like his. Like no, I'm seriously. Like they, they gotta, they all they have to expire, and you can't, you know, you gotta keep the books down. Yeah. But um, it's just crazy that he would sign, and they're doing the same thing they do with everyone. Remember Cesaro's Cesaro's push last year? Yes. They 
pushed him to WrestleMania. He wrestled Seth Rollins. Now he's back to nothing. Gone. Gone. He wrestles Sheamus again. Yep. Like this is 2015 again. Like it doesn't make any sense. That's what they do. They they drag him in with that because oh yeah, yeah, well, well, you know, We'll start giving you a push. We'll give you some more airtime. You know, in good faith, we're going to do that for the next few weeks or months or whatever it is. Okay, now you can see that, you know, you're getting that extra airtime. You're doing better. And then they sign. It goes for a little bit beyond that. And then they just kind of fade to black. They're gone. <laughs> Speaking of fade to black, like the same thing with Malachi Black. Like, they didn't push him, but, like, they brought him up and they gave him an awesome entrance. Next thing you know, fired. That's why I don't understand why Kevin Owens did this. I mean, I guess you got the 2 to $3 million that's reported, yeah, for, which is awesome. Like, good for you. Like, take care of your family. And, and people are on Twitter bitching about how he didn't, whatever. It's not about the money. It's not about the money. Dude, 98% of people go to work and they hate it. And they, they do it for the money. For the money, yep. So why can't why is Kevin Owens different? Yeah. Why is he different? He's going for the money. I don't blame him at all. Yeah. Like how, if you told me, Hey Josh, you can go make 50% less at this other company, but you'd be happier. Maybe, maybe I'd do it. Maybe it depends on the situation. But if you're giving me two to $3 million a year, yeah, I'm staying with WWE. I'm going to you read their stupid scripts. I'm going to wrestle their stupid matches. And I'm just going to be happy. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, how much worth it to you is creative control? Like, how, like, is it that big of a, di- like, you go to a job you probably hate. Yes, you probably like it because it's awesome, but what I'm saying is. Say, I don't hate my job, so well, I'm very but, fortunate, but but you can, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it, it, we all do. We all, I go to my job that I don't really like. I enjoy it better than my old job, yeah. but it's not my dream. So, I, I think know. it, I don't know, it just depends on. What could have been the offer from AEW? Maybe they couldn't do two to three million a year. Maybe they can only do seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. That's all they can afford. And I think maybe that's where some people were getting upset. Like you could still live off of whatever lesser amount. You could probably still do just fine off that amount. You got to look at Kevin Owens though, and his shape, and his body, and his conditioning. And is he in this for the long run? Seriously, like, mm-hmm. is yeah. he is his body built to last for the long run? Maybe he's just trying to get his one payday. He's there for two to three years because he didn't do a five-year contract. I think it was a three-year contract. Three more years, he could still go to AEW. Like yeah. People are acting like this is it. Like, this is not just it. Like, he can still make the jump. And who's to say they're not going to fire him? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, who's to say? They've signed people and fired him. Yeah. I think it's just we were all, I don't know, we're all entitled these days. Like, we just all want to see everyone go over there. We've seen what it's done for other people's careers, how much you've seen them really come to life. And it's like, we just all wanted that for him, especially because I feel like as of late, all I see is everyone says how out of it he's looked lately. Like he's already checked out and he was gone and done. Just like the same thing a lot of other people, I think, um, you know, Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley, kind of how he looked on his way out. And you hear all the stories and how much of a toll it took on him. It looked like Kevin Owens was going through the same thing. I don't know, maybe he wasn't, or I don't know, maybe he saw the paycheck and everything's good now. Who knows? Yeah, or maybe he has good friends there that he doesn't want to leave. Like, just because he's friends with the Young Bucks and mm-hmm. all, he still has connections with Big E and all of his friends at WWE. It's not like, that's not, that's not forget that he isn't, like, he has friends. Yeah. And it, people are like, well, he doesn't, why isn't he wrestling with his friends? Like, just like um, Adam Cole said. When he left, like he developed a great relationship with a lot of guys in NXT, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, um, you know, all those guys. And they're, they're his friends. 
but he still, in the end of the day, chose AEW because obviously his best friends are there. Yeah. But you know, Kevin Owens could be in the same boat. I don't know who his best friends are. We don't know that. We don't know his fucking personal life. Yeah. So I think I don't get anyone being mad at him, but it's just kind of disappointing for wrestling in general. Yeah, I said that. Like, good for him, but it's disappointing for, for yeah. wrestling. For like, wrestling, exactly. The stories he could have told with Brian Danielson and Miro and. Like, it's funny because those guys were in WWE with him. Yes. But, like, let's imagine, like, a story with CM Punk or, or MJF. Mm-hmm. That would have been amazing. Or, or like, just, just a subtle, like, a segment. Like, I would have I would have killed for this. A subtle segment of, like, Jericho's in the background and Kevin Owens just walks by with a clipboard. Or, like, you know, yes. unseen. Like, just <laughs> the little, unseen. Like, the little Easter egg stuff yes. that they do. Like, that would have been so, like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, whatever it is, what it is. And he's going to stay in WWE for... Just Next two to three years. Yeah, we just have to wait a little longer. Maybe. 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 Let's see. Um, so that news is done. So now we have Winter is Coming, the big show that happened about a week and a half ago. This is uh, December 21st, I want to say. We're running a little yep. late. We had Christmas shopping. This is the last show before the holidays. So we're not going to be back until 2022. Yep. This is the last show. And I should remind you, it's top five ineffective loser Shitty wrestling moves. That's literally the title. It's, it's going to be the that's Good. the title because boy, I got some bad ones. Yeah, I got some bad ones. I'm excited to hear what you come up with. I feel like I got some decent ones, but okay. Well, um, yeah. So let's go to Winners Coming. One hour long match. It's high. A lot of people were very upset. Yeah, the crowd was booing pretty bad after that. I don't know why. I don't know why. I think they wanted to see a decisive victory. So I pulled I pulled a Kimmel and I texted you before it happened this time <laughs> and I was almost right. It would have been better. My ending would have been better. Let's hear it. My Let's ending, let the world hear it. My ending was how do you keep both strong? How do you keep both strong in a tie? The way to do that is you have Brian lock him in the label lock or the yes lock or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And have Paige not tap out because he's so fucking tough. But have Brian look strong for having him in there for so long, then it expires. That's that's how it should have ended. Paige is such a tough badass, he won't tap. Brian Danielson's such a great wrestler, he has him on his heels. That sets up a perfect rematch opportunity. Now we had it where I think it ended with a buckshot lariat, and then the time ended. No. That sucked. I think that sucked. I think the better ending would have shown how tough cowboy shit is and how good of a wrestler Brian is. That would have, to me, the perfect ending. That's when I texted you. He's going to have him in the lock. He's not going to tap. Time will expire. Didn't happen. Close. Close. That should have happened. So is that going into that match? What did you want to see? Did you want to see a decisive win from someone? Did you want to see a tie? What were you hoping the outcome would be on that one? See, so I... I didn't know I was going to start the show. I thought I was going to main event the show, obviously. And if they main event the show, how do you have a surprise? How So my thing was, how do you have a title shot, a title match, such a big title match, and then a surprise ending at the end? Like, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. They, deci- they decided, we're not going to have any surprises tonight. There's going to be no surprises. It's going to be a plain, boring show. So let's do it at the beginning. Let's get this crowd hot. And then we know the second half of our show is going to suck. So that's exactly what they did. And I was like, I, I think Adam Page is going to win. But as the match went on and on and on, I was like, this is going to be a time limit draw. I kind of knew it at the 30-minute mark. That's when I knew it was going to be a draw. Yeah, I just didn't know 
how they were going to do it. And I think the way when I texted you, I'm like, that's the way it should be. He just didn't do it. What did you expect? I, I expect, like I said, 30 minute mark. I said, there's no way this has a finish. Yeah. At that point, once we went over the 30 minute mark, I looked at my phone. How long has this match been now? Once it went over 30 minutes, that's what I said. I said, we're going the full hour. It's going to be a draw. What I hoped had happened. I wanted to see a clean victory from hangman Adam page. Cause I felt like that would be big for his title run. His first defense is against Brian Danielson getting a clean victory, handing him his first loss. And as we've said before, people in AEW, you can recover from a loss. So I just thought that was the perfect chance to do that. And then you could have Brian Danielson kind of shuffle down a little bit into the card somewhere. Maybe it opens, you know, he moves on and next is Adam Cole or someone else or, you know what I mean? And, and they could come back to this later. So that's what I wanted to see. So now it will go down. He finally, this two-year build for him to finally become champion and his first title defense is a draw. I'm just kind of like, it's a it, bit underwhelming. Like get, I was, it, I was a little disappointed. It goes back to his character of like that underdogish kind of like he can't get the job done ever. Seriously, like that's kind of what it goes down to. So what do we go from here? So Brian tied with Omega. Brian tied with Paige. Do we see a triple threat uh, in Orlando for the title? I don't know. Is Omega going to be back by then? I don't know. Where, I don't know where he is. I don't know. He's hurt. <laughs> he's hurt real bad. Oh, he's hurt really bad. Yeah. No, so he, he was. He was. Working. You didn't see all that stuff that he came out with, all the injuries that he was listing? Nah, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, yeah. No, he had some pretty severe injuries, including um, he had vertigo in the ring. He said he's had to learn how to wrestle with that. So wow. he's he's like off balance trying to figure out. And you think about the moves he was doing already is impressive, considering that he had vertigo while he's in the ring and doing all that stuff. Yeah. That's super impressive. So, okay, so Brian goes down in the ranking because they don't do rematches in AEW. They just don't. Very rarely. I'm not going to say never, but well, rarely. They've already pretty much teased it where P- Punk says it's going to be me and me or MJF for the next title shot. So, and that when's that match happening? Here in Orlando for the pay per view? Probably. So then Heyman's going to defend his title at the pay per view. So who does he defend it against? That's my question because do you give Brian this rematch? I have a feeling that's the way they're going to go. Do it again, but at the pay per view. And maybe then Hangman gets his decisive win. I don't know. And then MJF goes on to be at CM Punk. And then we have I hope so. MJF. But I don't want MJF's first shot to be a loss. Yeah, because it's, he's not going to win it right That'd away. That'd be his second shot. His though. second shot. Yeah, he's going to be 0-2. No. You can't do that. You can't do that. No. Because MJF's your, like, he, we always, like, you know, they joke that he's not the fourth pillar, but he, he is. He is. <laughs> like that's, he that's might be a, pillar number one. <laughs> might be pillar number two. Behind who? Well, who are the four pillars? Uh, Jungle Boy, he's ahead of him. Um, your boy Darby, he's light years ahead <laughs> of him. Darby should not even be on that list. Yep. Uh, MJF, and I'm trying to think who is the who was fourth. the fourth one? Why am I in, why am I blinking out on this? I can't think. Let me look it up. All right, you look it up while I speak. Darby Allen should be on the pillars. Get the fuck out of here. Like Britt Baker's way ahead of him. Light years ahead, and Darby Allen's a fucking. I don't want to talk about it because there's a lot of Darby Allen marks out there and I don't, I just don't get the gimmick. I don't get it. Uh, he's a wannabe Jeff Hardy. Oh, Sammy. Duh. Oh yeah. Duh. We so I think earlier. So yeah, MJF should be one or two. Sammy should be up there. One or two. I believe I put MJF one, probably Sammy two right now, just because I feel like he's 
Well, he's a champion right now, so that's why I guess right now I'd put him two, and then Jungle Boy three. I definitely think Jungle Boy could easily be up to one. They just he's not doing a lot of single stuff. Yep. So back to winners coming after the hour long match. Um, I don't know about you, but I kind of got put off by then. There's we both made the joke where it's like I think I got water and you went to go pee or something, get a beer or something like yes, that. Yes, I went to go pour <laughs> myself another because I wanted to pour a beer, and I got a little too busy before the start of AEW. And then that match came on. I'm like, well, I can't walk away from this match. So I got to keep watching. And then after the hour long match was over, I got up to go pour a beer. And I still don't know. Was there a Warlow and Matt Slidell match? Yeah, Warlow won. In, I think so. He won like three seconds. And then he's and Sean Spears like beat him over the chair and said, yo, yo, stop. Don't do that anymore. We got to go get MJF something. And then they left. Leftovers. Or the DMV. Number 97. Or house cleaning. Or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. So. I don't know. I walked to my kitchen, poured a drink, and I didn't know if it just the match didn't happen or if it was like people came out and then someone got hit with something. They went to the back. I'm like, it wasn't until later. I'm like, did wait, did that match happen? I thought it was up next. <laughs> That's why I texted you. I'm like, what happened? I was like, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't watching. <laughs> it was also your break time, too. I think a lot of people, it was their break time, and, and probably nobody saw that match. Yeah, that's why they should have put Sheeta and whoever she wrestled there, because <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm so sick of Sheeta. She needs a heel turn you've, in the worst you've way. You've not liked Sheeta since day one of when you were watching. She needs a heel turn in the worst way. They need good heels, because Britt Baker, she's a heel, but she's not really a heel. Well, everybody loves her now. It doesn't make sense that Tony Schiavone is like, you're the biggest scumbag in the world, MJF. Like, he, go, he goes in on heels. But when it's Britt Baker, he, like, loves her. I'm like, wait a minute. Like, how does that how does that work? Like, yeah. he can't just, <laughs> like, she cheats all the time. He's like, yeah, that's my girl, Britt Baker. But MJF, you're the scum of the earth. Like, uh. anyway, yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. But they need a good heel because Britt is that heel, but she's not. Really getting the heat anymore. She's getting cheered everywhere. Yeah, and I think everybody she, loves her now. She and and Nyla Rose is the the most boring women wrestler. Like she's one of the worst women's wrestlers. Nyla ever. Rose, yeah, she's the worst. She's a bad heel. And Jade Cargill, she could be a heel, but all she does is flex. That's all she does. <laughs> That's all she does. That's all she does is flex. Which that reminds me. Side note: What happened to the TBS Championship bracket? Like, did that just stop? Is that put on hold? Like, I think are we just taking no. a break i think winter is coming they didn't do one because they didn't want to up the any of the matches because they had that big diamond ring match and they had that big title match i so, figured they'd squeeze in the finals to that as well make the whole show you know it's supposed to be a big show it's supposed to be a big show but it wasn't i don't need, i honestly didn't even watch the main event and i have no ambition to go back to watch it because i knew mjf was gonna win yeah uh cm punk came out and surprise surprise you know like i don't know what cm punk did but he came out honestly i don't know what he did did he do anything? Because MJF nothing. still won. Yeah, nothing really of note. I think the very end, it was a little disappointing because got down to the very end of the show, the match is over, and the lights go out. Everybody got real excited because we're like, who is it? Who's the big debut? 
It was Sting again. <laughs> Just like last year. Was it really Sting? Sting and Darby come out. For what? Exactly. To even the, to make it a, a three on three at that point with um, Sting and Darby helping out. Yeah, because I think it was like Warlow and Sean Spears or whatever, whoever it was and MJF. And it was three on one and that made it three on three to set up some trios match. That is but I'm so like, lame. they put out the lights knowing everyone is expecting a debut. Like, and of course, it was Bray Wyatt was the big one that everyone was saying for this one. And so when the lights went out, everyone started going nuts. Us here, we got real excited. We're like, all right, here we go. Who is it? Who's going to be, you know, I feel like it's got to be Bray Wyatt, but it could be Kyle Wright, but I really hope it's Bray Wyatt. Like, this is perfect. It's time. And you turn on the lights, and then Tony Schiavone, it's Sting! And it's just like, uh, that, We've seen that, that act. fell, yeah, that completely fell flat. We've seen that act. They've already had their, they've already had their match, like Darby yeah. versus MJF. Like, this was lame. Lame. Yeah. Lame as fuck. The show was a little disappointing. Yeah, I Considering know how great it was last year. But I don't know. See, that's the thing, is they've set the bar so high on themselves. Like, it's a regular weekly show, and we were expecting pay-per-view level. Yeah. It just Excitement. didn't. It just didn't deliver to me. The match, the first match was awesome. Other than that, um, the rest of the show fell flat. And like I said, I got bored. I got super bored. Like I just turned it off. Yeah. I, I mean, I I had intentions to rewatch it, and then when I saw that CM Punk came out and Sting came out, I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna watch this for? Like, who cares? He won. MJF won some stupid ass bogus ring that no one cares about. Is that? I'm just wondering at this point, is that just part of his gimmick to have the ring? See. Like, was that whole thing just made for him to win it every single year? He's not going to win it next year. He, there's no way because he's going to be bigger than that. He's going to have the title by next year. That's a that's a heel gimmick though. You can't give a baby face a giant pinky ring. You just can't no. do it. It's, it's just, like it's like their version of the King of the Ring. Like it almost always goes to a heel. Yeah. Or Obviously, like, this year was an exception. Or like Money in the Bank that always has to go to a heel because you want that cash in ex- exception for this year. Because you know baby faces don't win with just. Like Big E won his title by cashing in. That's a that's a heel move. Baby faces will say, I'm challenging you. You know, heels will go, oh, I got to get the, you know. Yeah. That's so there are certain gimmicks that are just made for heels, and the ring is made for a heel. Yeah. So it's going to have to happen where maybe it's a slow burn with Wardlow, and then Wardlow eliminates him next year. Because you know how they do their slow builds, because he's going to turn. Yes. It's not like AJ and Omos on WWE where two weeks ago they started having their turmoil and they're already broken up. <laughs> that was quick. Like, that was really quick. Like, literally two weeks ago, AJ's like, you don't do that. And then this week on Raw, officially broke up. I, I saw the news. They are officially split. That's it. Good. Another tag team split. Good. Good. Yeah. And just like, and just like that, WWE logic, another big-ass, like, Monsters being brewed by Otis. Two weeks ago, he's a laughing stock with Alpha Academy. Now he can't get RKO'd. Literally, like I saw on Instagram today, well, Randy Orton RKO Otis by 2022. I'm like, he he, he can RKO him 50 times in a row. He's fucking Otis. Mm-hmm. But now he's apparently a monster. A monster Otis. I don't know where. No just build. Overnight. Yeah. No build. It's just Otis is a monster. He won Money in the Bank as a clown. In yeah. 2021, he's a tag team monster. Like yep. he's unbeatable. Get the fuck out of here. That's that's why you have to tune in every week to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> you never. Oh, another <laughs> big surprise. Another big surprise on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Bianca Belair put Dewdrop on her back. Oh my god! Can you believe it? Yeah, I can. Six fucking months ago, she did this with Otis and walked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did we all forget this? Yes. WWE treats their freaking fans like idiots. Like complete, she she picked up Dewdrop. Well, I don't know. Is she bigger than Otis? I don't know. I couldn't tell you, but she did it with Otis, and she took like, she walked 
pretty far with Otis on her back. So I'm pretty sure she could do this. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> fucking so stupid. It's terrible. They treat us like fucking idiots. Yep. God. That's why you need, um, I think about, what, 20, 25 minutes worth of replays throughout Raw? Yeah. Every week? Did you hear that on SmackDown they were chanting CM Punk and Pat McAfee's like, they're chanting like something else? Like, yeah. <laughs> like they were all going, CM Punk. And Pat McAfee's like, oh my God, they're cheering for pancakes or something like that. It was something ridiculous. I'm like, you guys are fucking idiots. Yeah. Like, you guys are so <laughs> stupid. Just, oh. ex- just accept. Except that you're falling down in the totem pole and you're not going to rise until Vince dies. But even when Vince dies, he's leaving it to um, Khan. The other Khan. And he's just going to run it to the ground too. Yeah. But did you hear the news about The Rock? Apparently him and Khan are great friends, best friends. Which one? Um, WWE Khan? WWE Khan, yeah. Oh. Best friends. The Rock loves them. And it's pretty much, people are saying it's confirmed. Not this WrestleMania, but next WrestleMania in LA, Rock's going to be there. For I'm good because I'll be around the corner in between movie breaks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he can show up. Well, apparently he's he gonna fly anywhere. He can't go. He can't go this WrestleMania because I think he's filming something. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's probably always in LA filming nowadays. So when it's being in LA, I'll just be able to go right around the corner. So I hope Roman is champion literally the whole time. That'd be awesome. Did you see the big thing where Roman fired? Uh, yeah, Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. That's that's a swerve. Yeah, that he didn't fire him. That's you know? just to think it's gonna he's gonna be all buddy buddy with Brock. How could you do it? So how could you how could you have Paul Heyman screw I don't know, like you can't you need to keep Roman heel. So how do you have this thing where the way to get Roman more heel is to get Paul Heyman on Brock's side as a babyface, and then at day one, that's when Paul Heyman goes, Ha ha gotcha, we got you. I'm back with my my champ, my tribal chief. Like that gives you more heat. So I was trying, like you know, I'm trying to think of a way how to break those up without it's, making Roman. It's weird to think about babyface Brock Lesnar. It sucks. I don't like it. Yeah, it sucks. Like it. Re- he's good on the mic, and he's. I, I don't. That's th- what I heard. He's surprisingly good. It's not that he sucks. It's it's different. It's different. It doesn't it doesn't suck. I take it back. It's different. And I would like to see. And I said this on Twitter, and I'll say it again. Imagine giving Sami Zayn 20 minutes with Brock Lesnar. You know, that'd be a good fucking match. Imagine giving 20 minutes with Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn. That'd be a good fucking match. Yeah. Instead, they treat him like a fucking clown. They do. That's what upsets me a lot. <laughs> it's just so dumb. I remember watching him come up the ranks in NXT, and I liked, I loved watching him. And then whenever he finally started moving his way up, I'm like, all right, good, main roster time. And then I'm like, <sighs> I kept always thinking, like, with everyone else, all right, just his his chance is just coming, just right around the corner. It's just right around the corner, and then after a while, I just gave up. I'm like, it's never happening. He is a lifetime jobber. Yep, lifetime, forever. He's he's too good at it. <laughs> so that's just what happens to some people. They're too good at jobbing, and they become an upper card jobber, and that's all he'll ever be there. Yeah, I was thinking that. Like how, just thinking about a lot of things about wrestling. Like how do you? There's guys that you know to always lose, like Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> or, he was too good at selling. He was a lifetime jobber. Yeah, it's just so sad to see. Like, give those guys the the push. Like, yeah, they're performers. Like, I get it. You're in a movie. There's always a bad guy that has to lose, right? That's just a, how you are. You're the bad guy. You have to lose. That's how it is. Like, you watch Spider-Man. I'm sure, spoiler, Spider-Man probably wins. You know? <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, man. But I'm, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm just letting you all know in case you didn't know Spider-Man's going to win in the end. Shit. 
Yeah. So well, I'm not going to see it tomorrow now. <laughs> Thanks. Do you have tickets? No. Oh. <laughs> hey, tomorrow. No, it's not Wednesday. We're going to the uh we're going to the fucking game. Gasparilla Bowl. Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Thursday. I almost sold my tickets. I have two tickets that I was gonna sell, but I'm taking the kids instead. They're going for three hundred dollars a ticket. Yeah. And I bought them for nine dollars. Nine? I bought my tickets for nine dollars a piece. Where'd you buy them for nine dollars? On Black Friday, they had a, a half off deal. So they were eighteen, I got them for nine. Nice. On the, in the two hundred section, I'm on the thirty yard line. You know where I'm sitting. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's wild. What time are you leaving? Whenever she gets off work. What time does she get off work? I have no idea. <laughs> I get off work at six. If I'm le- and it starts at seven. Oh, we'll definitely be gone by then. Yeah, I, I, it sucks. I can't get any PTO on that day to take off. And um, but I, I'm bringing my kids: the twelve year old, a ten year old, and a three year old. So we'll probably be gone by. We'll probably show up in the middle of the first quarter and probably leave by halftime. Yeah. It's probably working. Who gives a fuck? It's Florida and UCF. Me. I give a fuck. <laughs> I mean, if you give a fuck. I know a lot of Gator fans do. That's why they're $300 a ticket. Yep. And I put them on, tw- I put them on Twitter. I said, hey, I got two gas roll tickets. I showed them my tickets. I got, not. Nah, I can show you. I got 15 messages within an hour. Yeah. How much? How much? I'm like, well, they're going for 300 but I'll do them for 200 Like, Because I'm not going to be a total dick. <laughs> But I do want like 98% return on investment. <laughs> and they're like, oh, I said, dude, go on StubHub and shit. There's like 350 where I'm sitting. Like I give 200 bucks. And they're like, so one guy said yes. And I said, okay, hold on. Let me check with my kids one more time. I'm like, hey, Alea, do you want to go to the game or not? Because I'm going with, with or without you. She's like, if you give me half of the money, I'm like, fuck you. That's, <laughs> you exactly, half that's what she said. She said, give me the half of the money. I said, you didn't buy the tickets. Yeah. You don't get half the money. She goes, yeah, but it's my seat. You said I'm going. I'm like, well, damn, like <laughs> it's true. Like I did say you're going. So I'm bringing the kids instead. I'm giving, I'm not giving. I'm that's, not. That's when you say, well, I sold it for 10 bucks. Here's your $5. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Gasparilla Bowl, but I'm excited. I'm excited. But let's get into the top five, like worst, ineffective, shitty wrestling moves of all time. Of all time. I've thought about this list because I'm sick of seeing like the, this is the part where you reveal half my list on accident. No, I'm not going to reveal any list, but the, the two that come to mind, the two that come to mind are Adam pages, um, kill shot, whatever, like behind the back drop to his the knees. dead eye, the dead eye. What are you doing? You're dropping your knees. His, who gives a fuck? It's like a reverse tombstone. Almost. Except for the head is way like. Well, yeah, because I know, but it's, it's like that on a tombstone too. It, I guess it's just a little more hidden. It just yeah, it's more hidden. The, the the buckshot, you're just laying on your knees. To me, it's like that's a shitty move. Like that that you should do that. Try it on the indies, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. But it looks cool. It's just way way like it's bad. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm not going to reveal any of your list. So my criteria was mine how was, mine was. It's a move. And I don't like it. My criteria is, okay, I didn't pick any, like, fancy moves, like the people's elbow or the worm. I'm probably fucking going. Here we go. <laughs> but I'm not, like, anything that's made to be entertaining, like the worm with um with, when, when Otis did it. Like, okay, you're putting on a show. Yeah, the move's ineffective, but I went, like, real wrestling moves that are supposed to be devastating. Okay? That are supposed to be devastating. Not, okay. like, I didn't go, like, Oh, just leave it at that because you're about to start naming (laughs) off my list. I can tell it's about to happen. Let's not do that for one week. All right, Uh, let's hear. Do you want to go first or second? I'm going to go second. Okay. (laughs) So, because you said now, now you're adding in. This is what you do. Showtime, you add in a little caveat. So you're saying moves that are supposed to be devastating. Before 
for the last week and a half, you just said crappy moves. That's it. Not devastating, but just crappy moves. So that's all I did was crappy moves. They are not supposed to be devastating, and I can't stand these moves. So my number five, and let me explain it first, but my number five worst wrestling moves I have is any sort of a crossface hold submission. Like I don't like them. Brian Danielson's? I don't like them, and let me explain why. Because I don't like the way that they are, and this one just kind of barely makes the list. You know, it's that number five one that barely makes it. But I put this one on there because I don't like the way that anyone does it nowadays. And when I say that, the thing I don't like is I feel like when they put the hold in, it's a very loose hold, very loose. And then the biggest complaint that I have about this move right now, why it's the worst, is because they're supposed to take, if they're laying, if they're sitting, you know, if you're applying the move to someone and you're sitting on their left side, you take their left arm and you're supposed to put it between your legs Mm -hmm. and squeeze your legs and hold their arm. Yeah. Nobody does that. They have their right leg just laying on the mat and their left foot is on the mat with their legs sticking up. And there's like a three foot gap between their two legs. Like why doesn't the person just take their arm out and start punching them? I hate the way that it's done these days and everybody does it. Just watch the next time you see a cross face hold. It doesn't matter who's doing it. It's the worst because it should be one of the easiest ones to break out of because no, no one's holding you down. And the hold that they're putting on your face, I'm like, what is this even doing right now? <laughs> Let me put it on you. I'll jack your neck up. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but the way they're doing it, they have a weak hold. They're not really doing much. And it's very, very easy to break out of. I don't like the way it's being done. You're not wrong. It's very easy to break out of. It just doesn't look very good, especially when they go for these really close shots on it too. Yeah, I could definitely see that. It's like, oh, my neck. But dude, just like punch just do something like you're just sitting yeah, there either hand because both of them are free <laughs> you're not even trying to wiggle out of it or hit them or do anything you're just laying there <laughs> it's the worst well uh, mine isn't that bad but um i'm gonna start with my number five i'm gonna go with it's a current wrestler wwe i'm gonna go specific here i did all specific wrestlers except for one okay one and this is the worst ending not the big ending by biggie the worst ending what are you doing? You put him on your shoulder and you just fall forward as he, like, I don't, you. Leftovers. Or. The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Does your health routine for the new year include eye care? Well, now that you can use your renewed vision benefits, it's easy to add it to the routine. Visit PearlVision.com and schedule exams for the whole family. They work with all major vision plans, including iMed, and they'll cover your cost of insurance, copay, or eye exam. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating locations. Restrictions apply. Taxes extra. See store for details. Ends 331-2023. Exams available at the Independent Doctor of Optometry at or next to Pearl Vision. Some doctors employed by Pearl Vision. You kind of like do a backdrop and then he just falls on your arm. Wouldn't that fucking hurt your arm? Yes. Like, wouldn't that just like, oh, you just located my shoulder. Like, I would like to see that one time. Like, he does a big ending. He's like, oh, fuck, dude, you land on my shoulder. And all it's doing is... He's only like, what, six foot one, maybe. I don't know how big he is. You're only falling like six feet in the air. You, I've seen people, get, like a vertical suplex would hurt more, in my opinion. 
Like you're getting lifted way up in the air and dropped all the way down. The big ending is like, I'm picking you up and we're going down together and you're barely getting any impact because all of it's going to my shoulder. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't hurt. What body part does it hurt? How are you not kicking out of that? Like a DDT is more devastating than the big ending. Like, am I wrong? No. It's one of the worst finishes of all time, in my opinion. Like All time, wow. All t- well, it's my list. All yeah. time worst moves. Yeah. And it made my list at number five. <laughs> only I only bring this up because I like Big E, and I get it. Like, there's a lot of stupid finishing moves, and I don't want to steal any of your list, but I'll talk about them. Like, I have a bunch of stupid moves that are just fucking stupid. And this has to be one of the worst because you're on top of his shoulders. You Nothing is constricting you from just shifting your weight, getting down, hitting him in the head, punching him in the side yeah <laughs> and when you're falling down why don't you just drop an elbow on his fucking head it's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of counters that could be done so many counters the big inning's got to be one of the worst moves of all time the only way i could see it working is if you're in- incapacitated and that's the only way but then again you're falling on biggie you're literally falling on him yeah <laughs> that's it there's no force bringing you down like it's not a slam it's it's just your free fall yeah. That's what I don't like about it. It's more of a free fall where at least a body slam, a body slam, like a basic body slam, you're getting forced to the ground. This one, you're just like, oh, <laughs> all right, cool. Pin me one, two, three. Big inning. That's it. Terrible. That's it. Terrible. All right. So I didn't really do a lot of, or I only actually only have one finisher on here because I didn't want to do a whole bunch of finishers because I was like, you know what? He's probably going to say top five worst finishers later or something. So All mine are finishers except for one. Okay. So I went the opposite. I only have one one finisher on here. It's not this one. So, again, I just went for you said top five worst moves. <laughs> so this move drives me nuts because it always – nobody has made this move look good. It always looks crappy. And I'm talking about whenever they got you backed in the corner and they, st- I don't know if this is even the right name for it, but those little, the little machine gun punches or whatever they call them, they just do lots of little tiny punches, but real quick just for the visual appeal. So they're saying punching, but not, not like, cause they do sometimes people do like these big, slow, but powerful punches, but this is the, like the little one where they're just doing like little tiny okay. quick punches. Jabs and do body shots hurt, man. Yeah, but the way that they're doing, they're not even like getting any anything behind it. It's just like they're just slapping you almost. Like it's, it always looks bad because they're trying to go quick. Their mm-hmm. their momentum's up. The crowd's behind it, and then they break out in that thing. And I'm like, that probably just feels like you're getting tapped on the shoulder or something. Yeah. So like a lot of like little jabs to the to the abdomen, but like 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 you're a street fighter. Yeah, but they're trying so fast to do them. I'm like, you're not even. Going through so, with your punch, you're just kind of just tapping him on his stomach. Whereas a giving him a massage. Whereas a well placed elbow to like the neck area would yeah. be like way more effective than fifty body shots that aren't even connecting. Yeah, exactly. They're barely connecting. They have no force behind them. Imagine one good solid punch, you know, with with uh, you know your driving leg in the back and really following through with it versus a lot of these little punches where I'm like, they don't even look like they're doing So you don't anything. like you're against punching in the corner. That's nope. your move. Not punching in the corner. The machine gun punches, the little light punches in the corner. Especially if you're like um, Sammy, Sammy Guevara and you're like 120 like, pounds. Like think, <laughs> think, you know, because it was a lot of time like Shane McMahon would do that stuff. He'd get him in the corner and he'd just start going to town. And I'm like, 
It doesn't look devastating at all. This just looks completely pointless. It's like a comeback move where like you're getting beat down and you finally get the upper hand. The crowd's behind you. You think moving fast is going to get them even hotter. Exactly. And it just comes off looking super weak to me. I'm like, why does anyone sell that? Like you just look weak by selling that move because it's completely ineffective and it's the worst. Chris hates punches. I hate simple, simple weak ass punches. Weak ass punches. Give me a strong punch. So this week I didn't really... Um, narrow my now become save in mind for whenever we because there's got to be one that we have crossover. Well, there has to be, so I'm just gonna. I didn't rank them. I'm just gonna go. I mean, these are rankings. Like I'm going by rankings, but they could be movable because they're all fucking trash. Yep. So I'm gonna go with the Samoan Spike from Umaga, and um, I don't know, you probably didn't even watch wrestling at this time. I didn't watch it, so I'm gonna let you talk. Go ahead. So um, and uh, Commander Aziz does it now in WWE. So all he does is he grabs you. Yells, puts his thumb out, and hits you in the neck. With your thumb, dude. I'm telling you, Chris. I don't know how old Umaga was, and you know, I think he, whatever. Like he, he looked like a monster. But if you, if I take my thumb and I jab it into something, it's gonna fucking hurt. It's not hurt me. Not not you. It's gonna hurt me. That's gonna jam my thumb and possibly break it. Possibly the worst finisher of all time. Um, he's finished out many, many people with this. And if I feel like if you jab me in the neck pretty good with my, your thumb, it might hurt. It'll hurt. But I think I can get my arm up to kick out. You know, like I think no. I can go, oh, like I think about that with wrestling all the time. What would it take for me to actually just say, I, I can't kick out? Not much. I think I can kick out of almost anything. Like I'm serious. I think we all <laughs> could, right? Yeah. Like I think it would take like a big, a real kick to the face to just be like knocked out. But like a simple. Thumb to the neck. It would hurt. I'm like, oh, you fuck. Why the fuck did you do that, dude? Like, <laughs> that hurt. But I could still get my arm up and go, oh, I'm good. Good to keep going. So. Know, is it like a pressure point thing? Like hitting you at just the right spot? You've never seen this move? No, I know what you're talking about now. I know what you're talking about now. But is that like what the appeal is? Like they're hitting you in just the right spot on your neck or something? Which ha- that would be kind of hard to do while you're moving and your opponent's moving. And you have to. Yeah. Hit perfectly. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is like he sets it up with this, oh, and everyone knows it's coming. <laughs> and everyone knows except for the opponent. The opponent can't just like, he's on his feet. He can't just drop to the ground. Like if yeah. you drop to the ground, the move's ineffective. You that's can't it. do it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's one of the worst moves in wrestling and, and it should be higher on my list. Um, and I'm, I, I wish nobody ever did it again, but Commander Aziz does it in WWE mm-hmm. and it looks just as awful. Always. Yeah. Always. So that's was, my number four. That move's pretty terrible. It's really bad. Who the fuck pops for that? That's my thing. Nope. It's it's the worst. But I have three more worse. All right. My number three, you're going to hate it just as much as you hated my number four because it's kind of just a general move, general Chris, category Chris of like, moves. Chris like, you know what? I really hate when they stomp on them. <laughs> not quite. I do not like middle rope moves. Anything like, coming off the middle rope. Like a springboard. Like... Like the like the middle turnbuckle moves. Oh, Matt, you could have said Matt Hardy. You could have <laughs> just said Matt Hardy. That was like, almost on my list. Anything Matt Hardy does off the top <laughs> rope. Because, like, it takes, you know, the top rope moves, they're nice because they're jumping a lot higher, and you figure with how high they're jumping, the move would be more devastating and everything. But the middle rope moves, they take sometimes almost just as much time to set up. But, like, anyone that's doing a middle rope move, they barely jump. Someone might jump a full foot off the top rope, the middle rope, they kind of just fall off of it. And like a lot of, it's a lot of these like little tag team moves, like especially someone tags out, 
the guy that's about to leave, he's like, oh, let me twist this guy's arm real quick and I'm going to hold it here for you. And then he just goes up to the second rope and does a little light elbow <laughs> drop onto his arm. I'm like, all that for that? Like, that guy saw you climbing up the whole time and like you were just saying the last one, why doesn't he just dead weight and fall to the ground or something or roll out or take his other arm and like try to defend it or it's just don't waste my either go to the top rope or don't climb at all please my, my favorite is back in the day when matt hardy would get to the second rope and go he would just fall like put his leg out like oh that was so awesome matt like do yeah. it again do it again god it's so or, or even even the drop kick sometimes like i if you're gonna do it please go to the top rope if you can't if you don't feel comfortable going to the top rope that's fine just don't do it at all. You know, don't one waste day, my time. One day when we get big and famous and we get like press passes, I'm going to make you get on the top rope and go, Chris, do, do a move on the top rope, Chris. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't do it at all. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Either go to the top or just don't do it at all. I'm fine if you just don't want to do it at all. But these middle rope moves, they're the worst. <laughs> so critical. So critical. I think the middle middle rope moves are okay sometimes. But I'm going to choose a... I'm going to choose a... Since you did a rope move, I'll do a rope move. And this is a person who just got fired from WWE. It's a John Morrison starship pain. One of the most coolest looking moves ever, but one of the least effective moves. This should be number one. It was the first one I thought of. Like, I mean, there's a couple on my list that I'm not going to burn because I don't want you to get burnt, but you know what the starship pain is, right? No. Chris, do you not watch wrestling? I do. Maybe I don't. Maybe I recognize the move. It was. It might be like the last one where I just don't recognize the name, but I do so recognize the move. The guy is obviously. Um, so the top rope is there, and it's like a. So he set up like a Vader bomb or like you know Swanton bomb or whatever a bomb it is. You know how they they get slammed down and the wrestlers have to like squeeze their way, yeah. to like make sure they're. In. So John Morrison doesn't get on top of the ropes. He stands on the rope, holding both sides, and the turnbuckle's like right in front of his face. He jumps. His legs hit the top rope, and then he springs board. Oh, and yep, yep. He okay, does a bunch see? of these flippy things. Yep. No, then, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then, like, his feet barely graze, like, the arm every mm-hmm. time. And it's like, one, two, three. I'm like, wait a minute. That wasn't even, like, it's another thing where there's no force. He's not jumping onto you. He's not doing a swanton bomb. He's not doing a frog splash. He's just gracefully falling on you and barely touching you every time, every single time. And it's super stupid. Looks really cool. Like, it I looks awesome. I yeah. couldn't do it. But it's got to be one of the worst moves ever because, like I said, when he's falling down on you, there's no force. Zero force. A Vader bomb, you're jumping in the air and crashing down. Mm -hmm. This one, you hit the fucking ropes, you do like a 360 thing, and then you hope you hit him. Sometimes your hair hits him. Sometimes, (laughs) like, I don't know what goes on. Finger chips him. Yeah. It's it's one of the worst moves in wrestling history, and it's a shame. That should be like a setup. Like, that should be like a... Oh, he's in the top. He's in the, like like a whisper in the wind when Jeff Hardy did that all the time. You know, like the setup move shouldn't yep. be your finisher. Yep. Like but you said, the biggest thing I would have to agree on that is there's no force because the rope is taking all the force. Standing on it, drops down, does a flip, and there's yeah. nothing. There's you, nothing. You barely feel that. Barely. And unless he accidentally kicked you in the face on the way down, which he never does. Which he never does. <laughs> That's about the only way that move would hurt. Yeah. Ineffective. Ineffective completely. All right, my number two. This is the first actual move I think I've had instead of just a general <laughs> move, and this is my one finisher, and this is one that is for Flash. That's why I had to tell you to stop because you were about to name it, I'm sure, but I think that the five-knuckle shuffle was the worst. <laughs> it was the worst because it was, I felt like a little bit of a ripoff of the people's elbow, 
in the sense of it's a move, someone's on the ground, you're going back and forth off the ropes, you got to have a little bit of flashiness in there, and then you drop down. The only reason why I would put this one in and not the rocks, the rocks was before his. And then also an elbow drop, although it was a little hokey for him to take forever, just all that for an elbow drop. But this is even less of a move. It's that little punch that just doesn't even look effective. Obviously, I'm disagreeing with you, by the way. Let, let, why? Why do you disagree with Chris, a little punch? I can sit there on the ground right here, and I'll let you elbow drop me in the chest. I'll be like, okay, that's cool. But if you punch me in the face, and you land, and you land in my face like my eye, I'm going to be pissed. That's, that doesn't feel good. But elbow drop to the chest, I'm okay with that. But that's the other thing. Every time that I've watched him do it, it doesn't even look close to hitting him. Well, it's wrestling, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, it's so far off, though. Like, I get that he's not really going to punch him in the face. But, like, it seems like every time he would do it, I'm like, he's at least a full foot off the top of his head. Chris, you elbow drop me in the chest. The worst that's happening is I'm getting a bruise. If I punch, if, I, if I'm literally with my if, fist going to... If you to punch your- the ground a, a foot above my head... Nothing's gonna happen. But if I in re- if this was and real, and also you have all that time too. <laughs> if I land the punch on your nose, it could break your nose. I could break your orbital socket. I could break your jaw. If you landed it, but it never landed. But in close. wrestling terms, it lands. Plus, he also did that whole "you can't see me," which was your cue to know, hey, he's about to punch me in the face. Maybe I should move. <laughs> At least the rocks hokey part with him taking off the elbow pad was at the beginning of it. Then he's running, then bam, you're hit with an elbow drop. This one, he runs, drops, and then he stops. Hey, you can't see me. Hey, I'm I'm about to uh, I'm about to punch you in the face. Here it comes. Just keep laying there. You can't see me, and then he and then he does the punch. I think the worser move from John Cena is the sh- the shoulder blocks, the shoulder blocks. And for some reason, the guy always swings and misses, and he does. Yes. <laughs> you know it's coming. <laughs> why are you sw- <laughs> Why are you swinging every single time? Just, just stand there. Just don't swing. <laughs> That's the worst thing you could do right now is swing. That's, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't like that one. And it's probably because of the fact that he misses by a lot. And I think he's a really great wrestler. And I loved everything else he did. But I hated that move because I'm like, he's a big, strong guy. And his, it just didn't look like it was connecting. Not right. even close. It looked about, it looked like it was connecting even less than the Dark Order punches from like two years oh, ago. Oh, that was so bad. Okay. That's how bad it looks every time I've seen it. So bad. So bad. Um. I'm going to go to mine then, my number two, because it's the same kind of concept. A uh, great wrestler, one of the best of all time, probably the best wrestler I've ever seen in my life. Um, he's had great wrestling moves his entire career. He's had the Lion Salt. He's had the, the Lion Tamer. He's had the Code Breaker, which is probably my favorite finisher of his. But the fucking Judas effect is so non-effective, so slow, so terrible, so just... Why did I know, I know why he changed it because he's bloated, fat, old, yeah, and he can't to. do anything anymore. So the best thing he could do is the slowest 360, 180 elbow to the face that doesn't really connect ever. Nope. <laughs> it's just so slow. If Chris Jericho himself tried to give me the Judas effect, I would be like, I would dodge four times, punch him in the stomach. And then, like, then just not the machine gun punches, please. <laughs> it's just so bad. Like, how can you go from all these awesome moves? Like, you could figure something else out. Like, you, you, you could do the lion tamer still, or the the walls of Jericho. That's a lot of weight to lift up people's legs now. He looks like he struggles with that now. I know he does, but my point is, like, the Judas effect. 
he did it because he wanted that realistic kind of AEW when they first started they wanted this realistic wins and loss matters it's a sport not a you know a sports entertainment and he's like the Judas effect really gives you that like real like I can just knock you out in one spin but yeah that one spin is like fucking so slow so slow and it looks it doesn't look real to me it looks like leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Introducing the Dunkin' Run. A dollar donut with any medium coffee. A whole new era of... I'm going on a Dunkin' Run. You want anything? Yeah, maybe a jelly donut and an iced coffee. You got it. Wait, actually glazed donut and a hot coffee. Mm. Okay, back on track. Make it a Dunkin' Run. Get a $1 donut with any medium coffee. America runs on Dunkin'. Exclude specialty donuts and fancies. Offer valid on medium or larger coffees. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. When he hits them, you can see Jericho always taps his... Does that? And I'm like, when I hit you in the head with an elbow, it's not going to give the... Thing. It's like, and it's so obvious when he does it. Like, at least with Drew McIntyre's uh, Claymore kick when he does like the slap on the leg, you don't really see it. Uh, the Young Bucks when they slap their leg, they, you don't really see those. You see them, but you really don't. With Jericho, it's so obvious. He does a spin with his in his left arm. He goes every time. I'm like, is that more force? Like, are you pushing the elbow? Are you pushing your yeah. shoulder into him? Let's his stop. shoulder has limited movement these days. He needs some help swinging it around. <laughs> to me, to see such a great wrestler in an iconic wrestler and probably my favorite wrestler of all time, just have the worst wrestling move in AEW. Like that's because my my first my number one isn't an AEW person. It's a general wrestling move, but to have the worst move in AEW, it sucks, man. Like it's embarrassing. No, it's embarrassing. Okay. Knocked out by a couple jobbers. He's out for five weeks. No. <laughs> this fucking guy. Couldn't write him off a better way. No. That's it. All right. My number one, and this is the first one that came to mind whenever you presented this list. It was just instant. It was there because I've always hated this move. Is this your number one? This is my number one. Is it a general move or is it a... It's a specific move. Yes. It's Someone... not. It's not... Middle rope moves or anything. Someone specific. Okay. No, not anyone specific though. It's not anyone specific move. But I'll just let me, I'll jump right into it and then I'll explain all the reasons why I hate this move and why it's the worst. The abdominal stretch. No one uses it. No one does it. It's the worst. I still see people occasionally doing it. It is the worst move ever in wrestling. It's the worst. Why does this move exist? Let me ask you. How many people have you ever seen tap out from the abdominal stretch? Probably like WrestleMania one. Zero. <laughs> I've never seen anyone tap out from that move. Not one. No one's even gotten close. And I think I just, I don't like it because the move takes forever to set up because you have to wrap your body around theirs in just a certain, like, why are you just standing there just letting someone take your back and slowly set you up for this move? And it just, it looks awkward. Like, 
It's I just pretty. I don't feel like they're doing like I'm looking at like I don't I don't think this is doing much. I'm probably <laughs> stretching out his back. It probably feels great right now. Yeah, that's you a, know that's a move that no one really uses anymore. Thank God. And it's a it really, should never be used again. It, and it's the worst. It's probably one of the worst moves in wrestling history. It's we're talking about like today's age. Like luckily no one uses it. But but if uh, you think setup time versus amount of damage that it does, yeah, it's got to be the worst ratio. Well, yeah, it's got to be the worst ratio. Like that, that brings me back. It's not on my list because I didn't really do old school moves, but like the, the test of strength where you grab each other's hands. Like that's got to be on there. Like that's like in the same class. It's like, yes. like, old school like, like they both look at each other's hands. And they finally connect on one. They connect on one. And then they have to like slowly, slowly connect, connect on the other one. It's like, what are, what are you expecting to happen? It's like a beam of lightning going to come down and strike you or what, what's, why are you doing it? This how, how did wrestling get so popular with shit like that? I don't, like, I don't understand. Like don't were know. people like in bars back in the sixties is instead of fighting, they're just like, give me your hand. We're going to squeeze <laughs> until it hurts. Yeah. It was, it's so fucking It was bad. a test of strength. So yeah, that I'm glad that it's barely ever used. I haven't seen it that much, but when I think of wrestling, I think of the worst moves that one always comes to mind yeah. because like I said, forever to set up, nobody ever taps out and it looks like it does minimal damage. Like nobody's like on the ground rolling around for two minutes after that move got applied. Yeah. They're right. Back. All right. I'm going to turn around and punch you now. The Bad. worst. All right. Well, I got some, uh, I got a general move, a general move that everyone uses in every wrestling match known to man. It's used in literally there hasn't been a match that has never been used. I have a feeling. <laughs> what do you think it is? I don't want to say. I'll tell you if I'm right or wrong. Well, Go I'll ahead. tell you. I'll tell you this. It's not like um, you know, the people's elbow or that's terrible. Like you said or it's like one that everyone uses. I'm just saying. Like I'm just saying. I'm just gonna name some bad moves. Like it's not like old school or it's not like the one where they slingshot. Like you're you're below the ropes and he fucking grabs your legs and you just slingshot up. Chris, that one's okay. No, it's terrible. Chris, lay on the ground. I bet you you won't slingshot up. No. You'll just stay. <laughs> no, no, I will stay down. You'll probably break my knee. It's not the suicide dive. I mean, that's a terrible move too, but that's in every match oh, now. That, that's where I thought you were going because no, I know you hate that one. It's not the suicide okay, dive. Okay, then I have no idea um, what it is. It's not the stinger splash, which was almost made my list. It's the Irish whip. Chris, if I grab you and just sling you, are you going to run until forever? <laughs> yes. Are you just going to run until you hit a rope and then run back? Yep. It's got to be the worst move. I've. It's a it's, it's illogical. It's 100% illogical. I see it's in every match. It really is. Yes, it um, is. You'll see like Sting, for example, throw a, an opponent into the turnbuckle. And the guy will run to the turnbuckle and have the, the wherewithal to turn around and put his back to the turnbuckle and wait for a stinger splash. But didn't think to stop running. <laughs> Just stop running. Just stop. <laughs> There's they, they, They'll throw him into the ropes and they'll run right back. And then they'll get hit with an elbow. Or a clothesline. Or a clothesline. Or anything. Or, or I mean, this one's more understandable. Like when they're outside and they, he'll Irish rip them into the like barricade. That's because he's kind of like forcing them. Like, I yeah, see it's those a short things. distance. Short distance. He's exactly. not going for a marathon run. Though. <laughs> but it just doesn't make sense to me. When I see this, even when I was a kid, I'm like, why are they? Why, why do you run? Just if, if you grab my arm, I'm going to look at you and go, what did you think I was going to? Like, I want to see that in a wrestling match. I want to see a comedy match like with Colt Cabana or someone funny like R-Truth. And then him go. 
Did you and think I was just going to run? Like, are you fucking stupid? And they hey, were, I want to see it. A UFC match. Yeah. <laughs> so would throw him off the cage. It just comes back. It no, just, it's got to be one of the worst moves I've ever seen. I feel like that's just one of those things that you just have to accept about wrestling. That makes no sense. And you just have to accept it. <laughs> it does. And, and some, some people are, are smart enough and there's moves. I think Moxley has one where he'll run and he'll do that thing where he bounces off the ropes and you know he does it on purpose. Or there's someone that I think Lance Archer, someone does it where our thing is Baron Corbin, where he'll slingshot you and he'll stop. And then the guy thinks he's running with you and he'll just clothesline you. Mm-hmm. Like that's smart wrestling. But just in general, like I'm gonna slingshot you into the corner and you're gonna turn around. Why are you turning around? Yeah. If you're if you if you're smart enough to turn around, can't you just stop? Just stop. Just put your hands out. Oh. If your legs can't stop running, just put your hands it's out. It's like when Finn Balor does the slingshots or the 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 not slingshots, the uh Sling blades. It's like, why are you still running at him? Yeah. You know he's going to do two slings. Have you never watched a Finn Balor match in your life? <laughs> do you not do any <laughs> recruiting or any scouting before your match? Right. He's going to Irish whip you about halfway through, and he's going to hit you with a sling blade. And then afterwards, he's going to missile drop kick you into the corner. Yes. <laughs> and then he's going to sit up for the coup de crawl. It happens every match. Does no one watch film? <laughs> <laughs> they're, no, they're all Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> they all say they watch it. And nobody does. <laughs> Do you know about that story? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about. the best story I've ever... It's something I would do. Yeah. It's something I would 100% do back in like high school. Yeah, I watched... Yeah, I studied. Like, Josh, we gave you a blank book. Yeah, it was awesome. Like I learned so much. So before before we go, I have two honorable mentions that I want to throw in there for different reasons than the reasons why we just listed these other. So these two, and they kind of go, they're kind of, well, kind of similar, but not really. So two of the worst moves, and let me explain why, is the Falcon Arrow and the Blue Thunder Bomb. <laughs> and they're both the worst for one reason. They're amazing moves and no one's ever been pinned by either one of them which makes no sense those should be finishers yep that's true those are awesome moves just for the fact that they never finish anyone the worst i just wanted to throw those in i'm gonna name some bad moves too because i don't think we're gonna revisit this list the bronco buster yeah terrible (laughs) one of the worst forgot about that one the um the x factor that like Stacey Keebler and all, every woman in the world does. Yeah. That's and t- X-Pac again. You're just hating on X-Pac, oh, X-Pac right Pac, now. He does a terrible That's his move. his move. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't even realize that. Damn, yeah. it is his move. You're um, just hating on him. Um, the spear can be really bad. Depends on who does it. Yes. Depends on who does it because, God, there's some bad spears out there. And the curb stomp. Now, like this is stomp? a... I'll tell you why it's a bad move. They just stand there and wait for him. And then when he like he steps on his head, you can see, I don't know, it just looks it looks good sometimes. But God, like just if you can time it out. Yeah, there's like a, the guy's getting up and then you knock him down again. Not the oh, I'm gonna stand here on my hands and knees and wait for you to bounce off the rope three times and then hit me. And then here's another illogical move, but it's still cool to see. The shooting star spread shooting star press. It has no momentum. At least a 450 splash, you're going forward, rotating forward, to, and you're putting all your pressure. Yeah. Shooting star press, you're getting the momentum away from your body, and you're landing on him without the momentum. Does that make sense? Yes. Or so, landing on your head in the case of Brock Lesnar. Or um, who else did it recently? Someone else did Lance it recently. Archer. Lance Archer. Yes, Lance Archer. We were there. We, we, yes. we saw that. Yes. Saw that lie. It looked terrible. Did you get tickets to... Re- is it Revolution coming up? Revolution. Did you get tickets? No. I can go if I want to. My buddy bought two extra tickets. 
It's on a Sunday night. I know. My buddy asked me if I wanted tickets. He bought two tickets because the ones he wanted weren't available when he bought them. So he bought tickets. He bought tickets exactly where we sat yeah. for Dynamite. But then he bought tickets on the floor. And he's like, hey, do you want my tickets? I'm like, I don't really want to fucking go there. No, that, I did not enjoy that building. It was way too hot. I can't imagine being there for four hours, four to four and a half hours. I was dying. With without, just our, without beer. Yeah. Well, there's beer there. You just have to wait in a two-hour line because there's only one concession stand. I would hope they open up more. There's nowhere else. There's nothing else to open, Chris. Yeah. Let that me was just it. say this. If they do another pay-per-view in Jacksonville... I would much rather drive three hours to Jacksonville than the hour and a half to that venue in Orlando. The Jacksonville venue, really good. Way worth Daly's place. I love it. Yeah, but Orlando, I'll never go to that. It was like no, it was like two hours each way. It's two hours, yeah. Because it's good, on the far side of Orlando. The only good thing about it was parking was super easy. Yes. Super, because there's only one parking lot. We all parked there. Yep. Everyone. Um, leaving was super easy. Well, that's because we left before We left else. way early. Because <laughs> we left whenever CM Punk came back out. Well, because everyone thought Rampage was going to record. Something like that. And when they wanted to see him, I'm like, he's just going to come out and talk for a second. Like, I can do without. Yeah. Um, I'm fine. And, and it's hot in there. Like I said, there was only one concession stand that I saw. Yeah, and I walked around the whole building trying to find beer. There's because it's the college arena; they don't really sell beer on campus. That's right? true. And then there's only one spot to eat. Before <laughs> we were there, and we were there, at the taco place so, across the street. No, I, so I, I with I, it being on a Sunday night too, like maybe if it was on a Saturday night, but like Sunday night, that means I don't have to miss work the next day, and, and play, I'd, rather, I'd rather watch it at home. I will order the pay per view. I'll sit here and watch it, but no, I'm not going to drive to Orlando for that. Not on a Sunday. I might go if he gives me the tickets for free. Yeah. So, Chris, if you give me the tickets for free, I'll go. Not you, Chris. My other friend, Chris. Well, obviously, I mean, I don't have tickets. <laughs> All right. So, that's it, man. That wraps it up. A tight hour. A really good tight hour. Yep. Um, we're going to be coming back, I think, after New Year. Well, for sure after New Year's. I don't know the exact date. We're going to do the award show. Best wrestler of the year. Best match of the year. All that good stuff. All We'll come up with all the things. The way we'll do the winners. The way we'll do the winners, Chris. I want to do Twitter polls. I want the fans. I want the people. So it's going to be, we'll, maybe we'll each give a winner and then we'll give the audience. No, I think that me and you should give uh, like three or four nominations, like best wrestler here, Roman Reigns, Kenny Omega. And we just put it on Twitter and we just let the fans like vote. Okay. You know, like not fans of our show. We have like what, 10? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but, but like fans of wrestling will like tag AEW or hashtag AEW, hashtag everything. And people will see it. Maybe we'll get some retweets. I think it's a fair way to do it. Like, who are we? Shouldn't be the end all be all. We can. Or we can leave it up to them. I think we should. We'll see how it works out. We'll talk. We'll talk amongst the other because I we're not going to agree. I already know my wrestler of the year, and you probably already know yours. Yeah. And we're not going to agree. Nope. So the for sure we're not. So the fans have to decide. Okay. All All right. Sounds good. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, just come up with some categories so we know what we're doing. I'll come up with all the categories, and and I'll text them to you in a list. And then we'll I'll, we'll nominate two each. We'll have four nominations. Okay. And if we agree on someone, like obviously, you know, Kenny Omega and Roman Reigns are going to be in the top two for rest of the year. So we so. only need to each come up with one then. Yeah. There we go. Because <laughs> we right. know that one. <laughs> All right. So next time, till, hey, we'll see you next year, guys. All right. See you.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.